Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Rikert Black Friday Savings Event. Get a $500 gas card with the purchase of any new vehicle only at RikertKia.com. Get the right car at Rikert. We're dealing. This is the story of America's bloodiest prison, told by the people who lived it, both inside and outside its gates. The brutal history as you've never heard it before, from its origin as a slave plantation to its gradual growth as the bloodiest maximum security prison in America. To those outside its gates, it's known as Louisiana State Penitentiary at Angola. But to those who have spent time inside its gates, it's known as Bloody Angola. Come with us as we take you through the gates and give you a first-hand look at not only the stories of the stabbings, rapes, executions, escapes, and murders you won't find on any TV show or the internet, but also the murders, abductions, attacks, and hostage situations of the staff and their families, otherwise known by the convicts as free people. Bloody Angola is a comprehensive, no-hold-barred podcast. It takes you on a journey through time, from its inception as a slave plantation to America's largest maximum security prison, where 80% of its population will die inside the wire. Get mentally prepared. Sit back and listen as we cover these stories in detail. In ways you've never heard before from people that lived it, breathed it, and died with it. Bloody Angola. Warning. Bloody Angola is a podcast covering actual events and is intended for mature audiences. The subject matter discussed in no way reflects the personal opinions of the host or sponsors of this podcast. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Bloody Angola, a podcast 142 years in the making. The complete story of America's bloodiest prison. And I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. And hey, y'all, last time we left you, we told you about Archie Williams and how he had just been convicted of attempted murder, aggravated rape, aggravated burglary, and he was sentenced to life in prison plus 80 years. Now, if you hadn't heard it yet, 
you need to go back and listen to the first episode. And if you want to hear all the details of, of what led up to Archie being sentenced. Yeah, so we're at the point where Archie, he's going along with, I guess, his life in bloody Angola, Woody. And, yeah. it, you day know, day. 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 hour by hour, I would imagine, in that prison. Second. He, at some point, got involved with the Innocent Project. So I need to tell you all about what the Innocent Project is. So in 1992, a lawyer and expert on DNA by the name of Barry Sheck formed a nonprofit called the Innocence Project. Just a few years later, I'm sure many of you right now at Bell's going off and you're saying, I've heard that name. Well, very very famous. He was part of the dream team in the oj simpson trial and he was the dna expert now when the oj simpson trial was going on y'all uh dna was in its infancy it had been used but hardly anybody understood it unless you were barry shack right and it, and it had to get developed uh each court case it was using it was like becoming a certified as an expert in it they they used dna in in an progress as as years went on dna was a a huge leap in science especially as it pertained to uh the criminal aspect of things before that they primarily primarily used semen analysis now semen analysis was nowhere near as accurate as dna as we told you in the first episode it can kind of narrow it down to where you could be someone that committed a crime but not down to a particular profile of an individual and that's what dna gave you so barry sheck who throughout his career had been a proponent of speaking out against wrongfully convicted people he wasn't only a scientist he was also a lawyer uh he started this innocence project because he saw the opportunity to really get some people out of prison that were there for crimes they didn't commit and specifically trying to use DNA than you and the latest greatest. Yes. Right. Yeah. It was a, it was a it's big time fact uh, when it comes back to tell y'all how serious uh, this was and how amazing DNA evidence was relative to releasing folks from prison statistics show. And this is right now in society statistics show that between three and 10% of all those in prison in the U S are innocent. So wrap your mind around that. Now, that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but let's go on the low range of that. That's a hell of a lot to the people. (laughs) Yeah, you better believe it. (laughs) If it was a half percent, it'd be a lot. But think about it this way. Out of every thousand inmates that are in prison, 30 of those on the low end didn't do it. Y'all think about that. 30 people out of every thousand. So there's two million people currently incarcerated in the United States. That tells me that 60,000 people, yeah. con- uh, people that are convicted, did not commit the crime. Yeah, and y'all, it, you know, with, with the mindset of the way the people are in law enforcement and all that today, we're not saying that there's 60,000 people that were framed or whatever. I'm sure some of them were. But, it, you know, you got eyewitness testimony, things that just go bad. Cops get on the wrong information or whatever, and, and that's the right. Just pick people out wrong. So, but the, the fact is, this happens. And I used to pray all the time I, that, that I never put somebody in prison that was innocent. That's right. And and it, as Woody just said, it doesn't necessarily mean there was any ill will towards that person or, or a police officer wasn't it's just, it's just looking a, out for someone's best interest. It's just like almost that's like where the evidence averages. led them, yeah, right? 60,000 of those inmates are innocent, which is a crazy stat. Now, here's another crazy stat. As of 2021, the Innocence Project has helped to exonerate over 300 incarcerated individuals, 21 of whom are on death row when they got exonerated. That's 21 who are going to die. Right? Executed. Right, right. Executed. And, and, And it's not like these people are most of them. The, the, they go to the Innocence Project. It's not like they're in for fucking burglary, right? right. These, these rapists and murderers and baby murderers and shit like that. Imagine being accused of that, locked up, your whole life taken away, and even on death row. 
and then the Innocence Project helps you out. Whether people agree or disagree with it, one thing's for certain, you never want to put someone there that didn't do it. Now, what does the Innocent Project have to do with Archie Williams? Well, in 1995, Archie wrote to Barry Sheck after hearing about the Innocence Project during the O.J. Simpson trial. They sat around these convicts just like everybody else. They watched that trial. They were involved and, you know, emotionally and all that sort of stuff. And Barry Sheck was prominent. So he ended up writing to him. And we actually happen to have a copy of the actual handwritten letter. You know, Jim Chapman can dig it up. (laughs) So we're going to read that for you. Dear Mr. Barry, my name is Archie C. Williams. I'm 35 years old. I'm serving a life sentence for rape and attempted murder of a Baton Rouge woman that I know I didn't commit. As the years go by, I sit here. Year after year, it's like no one cares. You have no outside help. People let you down and give up on you after about the first two years. Then all you have is prison life. But by the grace of God, I'm still holding on, hoping and praying in faith that someone will answer my letter and help me. I have mailed my case to many places for help, but no response. Talked with everybody I could think of. I know if only one person would pick up my case and read it, they would know that I'm not guilty. I'm innocent. If I could get a DNA test, it would prove my innocence. It's all about the rape of a woman's wife of a big time Baton Rouge attorney. That's why no one wants my case in Baton Rouge because everybody knows the man. I was lost denied in middle district court. I've been here in the Louisiana state prison for 12 years. No one will help me because I don't have any money. I'm trying so hard because I know I'm innocent. I found you by talking to a friend. I know that people must write you all the time, but if you could or would please find it in your heart to help me, I would appreciate any help that you could give. If it's only you reading my case, in closing is a closing argument of my case. Thanks. May God bless you and your family, Mr. A. Williams. And that was written to Barry Sheck on March 19th of 1995. It's crazy. Heart-wrenching, especially because we know ultimately that he is innocent, right? And Barry Shank and them, and them I, I know they get these cases and requests all the time, but you know, maybe he had some underling or law student, whatever they've read it. So you got to read. You got to read this, Barry. So y'all, Barry Shank reads this letter and starts digging through Archie's case. And first, he wanted to see what evidence the state of Louisiana had against Archie and why he was convicted. And he discovered there were was little in the way of solid evidence. And Archie Williams was convicted really on two primary points of evidence. First, eyewitness identification, and second, semen. Now, Bershek knew two things. He knew that eyewitness accounts are horrible in terms of solid evidence of guilt, and statistically, false eyewitness statements or incorrect identification of a perpetrator makes up to 69% of exonerations. That's an actual stat, y'all. And secondly, he knew that semen alone was not reliable at all to narrowing down a conviction to one single individual. Now, let me ask you something, Woody, before we move on. Uh, as a police officer, um, I'm sure you've had cases where you've went on a scene and you said, well, what did the guy look like? And right. then you talk to someone else on that scene, what did the guy look like? And right. you get two different right. statements. Right. Why do you think that is? But the Everybody has their own biases, and um, I don't mean that like in a bias like against cops or whatever. Like if a German Shepherd bit me when I was young, my instincts for bias may not. If I see a German Shepherd, I'm gonna shy away from it. Right. But so uh, people look at you know, the same thing and get the different things. Different. It could be cultural biases. Could be. Uh, lighting, it could be eyeglasses, whatever it may be, but it, it happens and it's a real deal. Now, if five people look at the same thing and, and g- give you five different descriptions, but they're pretty similar, except for one of them says it's a red shirt, one of them says it's an orange shirt, or whatever, that's a difference. But I've actually had cases 
where the eyewitnesses picked the person out and they were fucking wrong. And, yeah. and I put them in jail. Yeah. And, but I had to go back and, and get them out and apologize once the case went the other way. Well, and, it, and it's interesting, the stat you just gave, that 69% of the exonerations that 69%. occur. That's crazy. It's improper identification right, that wins. Right. Wow. I've always said eyewitness testimony is the worst testimony you can get. Because, you know, most people get a pistol pulled on them or something like that. Or, or freaking raped out. Or whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, going to self-defense mechanism. But, you know, so Barry got to work and found two issues that absolutely killed Archie's case before it even got started. First, the state of Louisiana did not allow post-conviction applications for access to DNA evidence. And second, although the FBI had a national fingerprint database known as IFIS, or the Integrated Automated Fingerprint Identification System, there was no law at the time where you could force the FBI to allow the use of it. So even though there were several prints found at the scene that were unidentifiable, as we told you in, in the episode one, the FBI, even under request from the Innocence Project, refused to run the prints through the system. It took until 2019 before the laws were changed, allowing both of these procedures to take place. So over 20 years from the time Barry Shank and the Innocence Project got involved in the case. He finally gets released after 20 years, y'all, of fighting that case. And the Innocence Project, Archie Williams, they're fired up. They're psyched up. He's finally out of jail. And the Innocent Project releases a press release. And it says, the Innocent Project, which, which is affiliated with the Benjamin N. Cordozo School of Law, took on Williams' case in 1995 and was eventually joined by the Innocent Project New Orleans in representing Williams over the past 24 years. The Innocent Project first sought DNA testing for Williams in 1996 when it became forensically available. So that's one of the reasons, y'all, that it took so long. Science had not caught up yet. And it was still catching up. And to the, even to this day, DNA is improving. It took over a decade for Williams to obtain the testing because he had to wait for the law to catch up to the science. And specifically, and this is huge, y'all, he had to wait for Louisiana to pass a law entitling convicted people to access DNA testing after trial to pr prove innocence. Yeah, that's crazy. DNA testing of the victim's rape kit was complete in 2009, and the male DNA in the victim's rape kit did not match Williams. It matched the victim's husband and thus did not reveal the assailant's identity. Right. A second forensic technique, a search of the FBI's in integrated automated fingerprint identification system could have helped Williams prove his innocence. But unlike DNA testing, there is still no statutory right to order its use. Two fingerprint examiners, Charles Ilsley and Ron Smith, separately examined the fingerprints from the crime scene and found nine to be suitable for a search in the database. However, without a statutory right to search the fingerprint database, the state opposed Williams' efforts for many years, arguing the claim was procedurally barred. So what they're basically saying there, folks, is... They had some fingerprints that they couldn't figure out who they belonged to. Archie Williams and his attorneys then said, well, let's run them through the FBI database, and the FBI didn't want to do it. Yeah, and that, that's standard procedure, really, because they, they get so many um, false requests and people that are just doing time trying to, you know, get their convictions overturned or whatever. I'm not saying it's that like Shawshank that. redemption. Right, Every man in Shawshank. Right. Everybody's innocent. innocent, right? You got me bad, Sarge, is what they say. But the – so – even to this day, I, I hear like this case and other cases where, you, you know, DAs are like, I'm not running or I'm not giving the DA or uh, I'm not giving them DNA testing or, you know, who's going to pay for it. They fight over it. And it's, it's so sad when the person 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. In just a few weeks, DraftKings Sportsbook will be live in Ohio. Right now, all new customers will receive $200 in free bets when you sign up today using code SWING. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com sportsbook. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. One per new customer. $200 issued as $825 free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstakes. Void where prohibited. Ends first day DraftKings is allowed to operate in Ohio. See terms and official rules at DKNG.co slash that requesting it is really innocent right such as this case and in 2009 now unbeknownst to the defense the state undertook a search of some latent prints from the crime scene at the louisiana state police crime lab but this search did not result in any proper possible identifications williams continued to request database searches and in 2014 next generation identification which is ngi replaced IAFIS. So NGI demonstrated the ability to produce an identification of fingerprints even where a prior search failed, but was not used in this case until a week before he was released. So basically what they're saying there is they had a new technology called NGI, and NGI was able to narrow it down that fingerprint, not only to prove that Archie why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash bloodyangola and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash bloodyangola. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Williams didn't do it, but prove who did it. Right. And we're going to get into that. So probably a insanely high percentage of people that request these searches. Trying to work the system. Yeah, they're probably guilty. But, man, you don't want one guy to have to wait if he didn't do it. That's crazy. And, you know, I'm glad they stepped out and trying to do the bill, et cetera. It's like every policy and procedure manual out there, they're – every procedure that's in there or policy that's in there is because somebody screwed something up, right? So at least they're stepping up and trying to make this right, this wrong right. That's right. It'll never be right for Archie, but. No, but but uh, but hopefully it maybe one day will help someone else not have to spend 36 years incarcerated. Right. Uh, so if you notice, I just made a little bit of a mention of uh, 
the person who did do it, that they were able to figure that out through that fingerprint analysis. We're going to tell you about the guy that did it. Now you're getting, look, we're giving you a little extra this week. We're giving you a story yeah. inside a story. Story of the story. <laughs> That's it. We're going to have to come up with a, a coin that phrase somehow, but we're going to tell you about the gentleman, um, piece of shit, whatever you want to call it, that actually did this because this man is what I'm about to tell you is going to blow your mind. So in 1984, police responded to an apparent suicide attempt where a passerby made a frantic call to 911. And he basically said, look, there's a man on top of the Mississippi river bridge and he looks like he's going to jump. So upon arrival, four officers found Stephen Forbes facing outward from the bridge as if he's going to jump. So what do they do in that situation? Try to talk him down, right? That's and, it. And, uh, I mean, really, if they cared if he jumped or not, <laughs> no. but you have to try to talk him down, especially with body cameras and everything now. But you look, y'all, the Mississippi River Bridge is 150 feet above the water. If you jump off that, it's like hitting cement. Your fish food. There's no doubt about it. So they're talking to him, trying to calm him down, and they get an idea. One of the officers distracts him by saying, hey, man, you want a cigarette? And and I guess he did, and he turns around to get that cigarette, and three other officers grab him and force him on the ground, and they save his life in the process. Now, Forbes was 20 years old at the time, and to give you an idea of this timeline – Williams had already been serving time in prison for that rape yeah, like, that he like didn't like commit. A year. Like yeah, a year. actually, the rape committed by Forbes, and and so Williams is already serving time for that. Now, two years later, and this tells you how how crazy life is. Two years later, one of the same officers that saved his life on the Mississippi River Bridge incident arrested Forbes again when he responded to a report of a woman screaming and disrupted a rape attempt by Forbes. Upon arrival, the officer found a 74-year-old female. She was bound and beaten in her apartment in South Baton Rouge. So what's an officer do when they come on a scene like that? Well, the first thing they got to do is clear the scene, right? Right. I mean, you got you want to make sure ain't make nobody's sure going to jump out of the closet on you on top of that. There you go. So he starts clearing the home. And as he's clearing it, he's opening up closets, and he opens up a closet, and there's Stephen Forbes. So he's clearing the home, he opens the closet, and what happens? He he finds Stephen Forbes in there, inside the closet, wearing only a shirt and socks. His penis, fully erect, with semen dripping from the tip, Woody Everton. Oh, my God. Right? Sicko. 74-year-old lady, bound. Obviously, he was in the middle of raping her, and the police show up. He runs and hides in the closet, actually, so quickly that he opens it, and he's still having some erect penis with semen dripping. I just that just scars my mind, bro. Yeah, that's, that's hey, a, you know what's the really picture I don't up? want in my that, head that uh, is is Williams not only being falsely accused and locked up, the real perpetrator is still out there doing this shit. Yeah. He's still out there, and and so that of course the officer uh, takes him into custody and starts looking around the crime scene, and they end up getting evidence, including a toy gun and a knife, on that scene. Now they interrogate Forbes, and in this interrogation, they sit down, and he actually confesses. He starts just singing like a canary, confesses to four additional rapes, making him. A serial rapist. What he, what makes him a serial rapist in that case? If you rape more than one person, independent of, um, it's not like Ted Bundy would have broke in and rape the four nurses or whatever it may be. The you rape one person, then you rape another person at a different location and time, and you do it again, right? And the one thing, the uh, Archie being locked up, this dude wasn't going to stop. Right, if you're a rapist, you're a rapist, a serial rapist especially. So that's it. But more than one rape, one uh, separate occasions, separate places, same mo basically. So you know he confesses to these other rapes. Now he did not confess to, nor did they ask him about the rape. That why would they? 
Archie Williams is in jail for that rape. They don't. They, that's a closed case. They're right, not going to ask right, him right, about right, that case, right. and he wasn't offering information. Right. Although I, I would imagine he knew yeah, uh, he, that guy was in jail for his rape. You would think he would have admitted to it. That and, and maybe he raped so many people that he begets. Yeah. So he actually admitted that he had been raping women since the age of fourteen. Now, in all those rapes, it was white women. And they were all raped at knife points. So there was a lot of commonality there with the way he was doing it. They were also all in the same part of town, which is that uh, LSU area of Baton Rouge. It was easy for uh, Forbes to access. It was the areas that he knew. And, you know, he had been doing it since he was 14. Since he was 14. Now he goes to court, and once he's in the court system – Mental stability becomes an issue. It gets highly questioned. And as a matter of fact, in Forbes' case, his psychiatrist in particular stated that Forbes was unaware of the current date, his birthday, experienced hallucinations, and as well as voices telling him to kill himself. However, in 1990, he was deemed competent to stand trial and pled guilty to attempted rape, which resulted in a 20 year sentence and this this fired me up y'all this guy they knew raped five people right but they cut a deal with him right right and and they all look at that the you know it's stupid and it sounds crazy five rapes at least that they know of for 20 year sentence why would you do that lots of reasons um one could be not to have to put your victims through a trial i'm sure the victims agreed to that um, two would be it's, it saves a, a lot of time and money on uh, effort on, on investigators in the DA's office and the court system and everything else. And they're thinking, hey, you know what? Fucking, he, he gets twenty years, and that's twenty years. He's down. He won't be raping anybody. It's kind of a shuffle way. You know, it's, it's a sad thing. You think that you get more than twenty years, but that's just how the system works. It's it's almost uh, I would almost call that the business of the court system. Right, right, it's almost right. like a biz- they're negotiating right, right. like business people. Well, they, would. they love to say they have ninety eight point five percent conviction rates so because they plea everything out. Yes, but you know because like secondary murders, et cetera, you can't plea that out. But these rapes, you better believe that's easier on everybody. So if you like me, you you're looking at that or you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, well, wait a minute, Archie Williams. Got convicted of rape. He got life in prison. Why? What is the difference? Right. What's the difference? The difference what? was there were aggravated circumstances on an aggravated rape because he broke in, which makes that I told you in the first episode, if you break into someone's house and you commit a felony, you automatically get an aggravated burglary charge on top of the aggravated rape, on top of the attempted murder, and it the the it carries mandatory life. That's right. And on top of all of that. Archie Williams didn't take a deal. Oh, that's right. He was was found guilty. So guess what they do when you got to be found guilty? They throw the freaking book at you. But shout out to Archie Williams who said, fuck you. I'm not going to take a deal. I didn't do it, and I'm not going to say I did it. But it landed him with life in prison. And if you're questioning why so many people are in prison maybe that didn't do it, it's because the state works out deals with them. And in some cases – pressures them to admit to a crime they didn't commit right. because if they don't admit to it, they're going to end up with life in prison versus 20 years. Yeah, well, you know what? Kudos, Arch, because I ain't fucking pleading guilty. Uh, uh, taking a 20-year deal, either, I, I, you just have to kill me. That's right. And Archie Williams, I'm hoping and praying that you're listening to this yeah, right now. No and I'm going to tell you much respect to you for not saying you did something you didn't do. Yeah, much standing respect. up for it and then standing up and fighting through to get justice ultimately. Not shit, you can't take away your 36 years. Uh, but this Stephen Forbes, fuck him. Yeah, yeah. And so you're probably wondering what happened to Stephen Forbes. Well, in 1996, Stephen Forbes died in prison some 15 years before Archie was released. Now, we could not locate the cause of death, but in all my research that I did, I'm pretty sure he killed himself in prison. Yeah. Well, I hope he did. Not sure on it, but <laughs> hey, you know what? Hell or jail, it doesn't matter. That 20-year sentence ultimately was a death death penalty or death sentence for him, Stephen Forbes. Uh, all that time, jail, he Stephen never Forbes. admitted, never admitted that he committed that rape. He could have let, he right. could have. Right there, probably done something to get Archie Williams 
out of jail and do something good in his life before he died. Yeah. He couldn't even do that. It tells you what kind of person he was, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And again, hell or jail, uh, good riddance to him. Amen. But, you know, y'all, after Archie was, was released, one of the first things Archie was asked, literally, as he was walking out of jail, was what what he was going to do first. And his response was, I want to go on the Steve Harvey show. Love Steve Harvey. Yeah, the Steve Harvey show has become part of his prison routine, and he credits Steve Harvey with getting him through some of the darkest times in the later years of his bloody Angola stint. Well, the Innocence Project, who were with Archie at his release, took note of it and made it happen, Captain. After his 36-year incarceration, Archie Williams got his wish. And Check we're going to play that clip. That's right. We're going to play that clip right now for you. This is Archie Williams on the Steve Harvey Show less than two months after his release. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. All right. Imagine this. Imagine going to prison for a crime you didn't commit. For my next guest, that was the nightmare he lived for 36 years. Take a look. For 36 years, Archie Williams spent his life in jail for a crime he didn't commit. Convicted in 1983 for attempted rape and murder, Archie was sentenced to life without parole. But with the help of the Innocence Project, who fought on Archie's behalf for over two decades, they were finally able to persuade a judge to order new fingerprint testing. Just 24 hours later, the results vindicated Archie and implicated serial rapist Stephen Forbes. On March 21st, 2019, Archie walked out of prison a free man. He was 22 years old when he went in and 58 when he came out. They have guys that's been there 50 years and over that's innocent, you know, just like me. You know, and they don't have any hope. So what I want to do is try to help. I'm not free until they free. Well, everybody, please welcome Archie Williams and from the Innocence Project, Archie's lawyer, Vanessa Potkin. Archie, how you doing, man? All right, man. Man, let me ask you something, man. What was it like for you hearing that you're sentenced to life in prison when you know you're innocent? Uh, Thanks, Steve. That's something that you can't really explain, that feeling there. You know, it's like your life is just taken away from you, you know. Uh, it's like taking you, turning you upside down and just shaking you till your inside is out. You know, yeah. It's really... A... Okay, so tell me how this happened. I was just walking down the streets. Uh, one night, and the police just, they, they surrounded me and, and told me I was under arrest for uh, aggravated rape, temp, first-degree murder, and aggravated burglary. And I was like, wow. Who said I did that? Mm-hmm. So when you connected with the Innocence Project in 1996, how long had you been in jail? 83 was the year I went in there. Wow. So yeah. 13 years. Right. You contacted him. Right. So um, Innocence Project took on Archie's case in 1996, and we started making requests to get access to fingerprint evidence from the crime scene because the person who did this had left their fingerprints, and we knew at the time of trial those fingerprints didn't match Archie. So in 1999, we made our first request to get access to the fingerprints because by then the FBI had a database, and we said if we can search these fingerprints in the database, we can maybe identify who they belong to. It took us 20 years to get that search. Uh, When we went to court, a new judge took the bench, and in February of this year, she said, you know, we're going to get to the truth in this case, and I'm ordering this search. Okay, but let me ask you this. How does a man get convicted if he's not even there? So... They put a picture of Archie in a photo array that was shown to the victim. And the first time she saw this photo array, it was about six pictures that included Archie. She pointed to his picture. She said, when you start to look for somebody, look for somebody who looks like him. And then they showed her two more arrays. They kept showing her Archie's picture. And after the third time of seeing Archie's picture, she said, it's him. And it was only on the basis of this problematic identification that he was convicted. Man, see, this this ain't right, man. This 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 so foul and funky. Okay, Archie, you're sitting there. How do you cope with this? It was really hard, Steve. It was, uh, I just looked to the higher power for the solution. Uh, my sport always was boxing. 
And I ended up training a boxing team. I did something that was never done there before. I trained the best boxing team that ever come through there. We got all the DOC titles. See, I had all nine titles and four number one contender spots. That's something that was never did there. (laughs) My next hobby was music. But I want to say, like, I would always watch the Steve Harvey show. That's what really encouraged me to, you know, fight on. You really did it, man. And I knew that I would be here one day to tell you thank you, because I would watch you every day. Vanessa, when did you get dead set on making his freedom a possibility? What was it about this case? I joined Innocence Project in 2000 and started working on Archie's case. And, you know, by then it was, there was strong indications that he was innocent, right? The fingerprints didn't match him. His whole conviction rested on this problematic identification. And, um, you know, we knew if we could just get access to the fingerprints, we could try to solve the crime. You know, right now the laws are set against people who are convicted. So it's extraordinarily hard for people who are convicted to get access to new evidence of their innocence to prove it. So it took us 20 years and we believed in Archie and we, you know, started to know his character. When we found out that the fingerprint evidence had identified the true perpetrator and that Archie was going to get out of prison... You know, we talked on the phone, and the first thing that Archie said was, you know how many other people are innocent in prison today? He thought of other people. You know, that speaks to who he is as a person. So, Archie, you you say that singing and boxing got you through your time in prison, man. Now that you're out, what's on the bucket list, man? I really want to get my family, all my family are singing, you know, orientated. And uh, I want to get my little nieces and nephews, and I want to get them together and get them off into music. You know, my aunt there, that's, that's who stood with me the whole while, Steve. Who? The whole while. I'm Where talking about from at? day one. Raised my aunt there. She aunt been there the whole time? The whole time. She ain't never, she ain't never, she never got off? From the day of my trial. She come down from California. She from up here. And she been there ever since. What else you want, Archie? He really likes your suits, but not this style. <laughs> Oh, well, didn't oh, nobody oh, oh. never tell it? One in five of them suits you wore when you was Mr. R. I'm going to help you look sharp now out there okay, thank you. while you're getting back on your seat. <laughs> I'm going to give you five suits from my Steve Harvey Celebrity Edition suit tonight. I'm going to give you five. I'm going to get you all the accessories, too. And that's not all I'm going to do. Uh, my producers reached out to a company called My Magic Mud. And they designed uh, natural teeth whitening products that are clinically proven and free from harmful ingredients. Now, part of their mission is to help uplift those around them. So when they heard about you, they knew they wanted to help uplift you, which is why they're going to give you $5,000. We're going to get you $5,000. On top of all that, Arch. Now, this is the good part. Mm-hmm. The company that I told you about, uh, right. Magic Mud, right. they're going to give you a lifetime supply of toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you, boy. You're my man. And let me tell you something. Y'all, please give this woman, Vanessa Hopkins, a big hand from the Innocent Project for all of her tireless dedication to protecting the rights of the innocent. You're a bad girl. Yeah. If you'd like to learn more about the Innocence Project, go to innocenceproject.org. And to contribute to Archie Williams, go to stevetv.com for more information. Now, Archie's much-deserved fame didn't stop there, y'all. On May 6, 2020, just shy of a year since his appearance on the Steve Harvey Show, Archie Williams auditioned for America's Got Talent. Now, NBC released his audition, and before the first episode even aired, Archie's audition went viral. And I got I got goosebumps yeah. if y'all could see him right now, just thinking about this. It, you know what? It's so funny, because I hardly ever watch TV with my family, but Cindy and I and W.L. were sitting there, and we actually got to see this audition. It was just amazing. His song choice, Elton John's Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, How Appropriate. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That. Uh, will absolutely give you God bumps, as Woody Everton would say. So, those chills. That's right. It did me that night. I can promise you that. But, hey, let's play it for him. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to play the America's Got Talent audition of Archie Williams for you right now. Prepare to get the chill bumps. My name is Archie Williams. Right, let's get to know you first of all, actually, a little bit. Okay. I uh, I was just incarcerated for 37 years for somebody else's crime. Ooh. <laughs> DNA freed me. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, my God. On the morning of December the 9th of 1982, a 30-year-old white woman was raped and stabbed in her home. I was arrested on January the 4th. I couldn't believe it was really happening. I knew I was innocent, I didn't commit a crime. But being a poor black kid, I didn't have the economic ability to fight the state of Louisiana. I was sentenced to life in 80 years without the possibility of parole or probation. When you know you're faced with dark times, what I would do is I would pray and sing. This is how I got peace. I can't lie. No more of your darkness. All my pictures seem to fade to black and white. I'm going tired And time stands still before me Frozen here On the ladders of my life There's always someone else I see. I just another fraction of your life to wander free. But losing everything is like the sun going down. So, y'all, after the audition, Elton John personally called Archie and said the performance moved him to tears. Simon Cowell, the popular judge from America's Got Talent and American Idol prior to that, was so moved that he donated a substantial amount of money to the Innocence Project, calling Archie's story an absolute tragedy. Well, Simon, we couldn't agree with you more, right? 
You couldn't agree with him more. And Archie advanced for those of the, those of you that are curious and did not see it. He advanced all the way to the finals the final week. Yeah. of America's Got Talent. Look, the, that guy could sing, yeah. as some people would he say. Pipes. Yeah. yeah, he had some pipes. And and uh, side note on that: in Angola, he led the choir. So yep. he he uh, he definitely had some some singing pipes there, and and only lost in the final week. Subsequently. Losing out on a million dollar cash prize, but he gained the admiration and respect of people all over the world. Wow! Just absolute smashing story. It really is, it, it, y'all. It, I can't hammer down enough. Um, there's no way you can give Archie Williams back those thirty six years. It's impossible. But it it really made me feel good to see that at least he's experiencing something that most people will never experience. Right, brought him out of the darkness. I mean, I I would imagine most people just kill themselves yeah, <laughs> that after you you know can't get anybody to help you and you're down this or, or you just conform to prison life. Yes, uh, but to be innocent, man, and then gets out and get on the stage and make it to the finals on and the whole world knows your story. Let me tell you, when you think you're having a bad day, when yeah. you think that things are just going wrong and you're like, man, yeah. I had a horrible day today. I want I want y'all to think about Archie Williams right. and spending 36 years for a crime you didn't. Yeah. years. That changed my attitude because yeah, right. I'm like. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. The always ready for breakfast deal. Going to bed already? Yep. Breakfast at Mickey D's tomorrow. So? Sooner I go to bed, sooner it'll be morning. Sooner I'll be at Mickey D's. This is actually brilliant. You can come too. Turn out that light. There's a deal for every breakfast strategist at McDonald's. Mix and match two for just $3. Like a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, or hash browns, and pair with a $1 any size Dr. Pepper. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. You know, Archie Williams doing that, whatever I'm going through, is not as bad in in most cases. So, uh, again, just I'm I'm sure all of y'all were touched by us by hearing that song. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. It's beautiful. The story's beautiful. But but let's talk about the next part, all right? If you're down for 36 years... What are you going to do, Jim? I'm going to sue the shit I mean, out of everybody. You, you get exonerated, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some papers are going to fly, right? The everybody's getting sued. Up. You better believe somebody's going to pay for my 36 years. I mean, you, can't, you can't get that back, by the way. No, uh, you can't. There's never enough money in my mind for 36 years. What are you entitled to? Well, it, one thing you have to keep in mind, and I want you all to remember this when, you, when you're focusing on, well, who would you sue? The state of Louisiana prosecuted Archie Williams. Archie Williams was innocent. Now, I'm not saying everybody in the state of Louisiana had this ill will towards Archie right. Williams. That's Somebody's got to be held responsible. Somebody's got to be held responsible. And the state is who sued him when he didn't do it. They presented evidence that was incorrect, and it was obviously incorrect because he was innocent. So what are you entitled to by the state when you're exonerated at uh, of a crime after that many years. And this folks fired me up. It's crazy. It's probably going to fire you up too. Archie Williams spent 37 years in Angola, but is only eligible to receive a maximum, a maximum for the rest of his life, $330,000. That means that Archie Williams was paid just over $8,500 for each year he spent in prison. They actually cap the state of Louisiana. Actually, caps what you get. Yeah, that's, is that nuts? That is so nuts. How do you put a value on that? You can't. And I mean, eighty five hundred a year, and you're. No, it's not like you're living in fucking Disneyland. You're living with the worst of the worst in the world. Like probably having to fight for your life almost, or watch for your life every day. But you know, the state of Louisiana. This is because it happened before. They already have laws in place about how much. Uh, 
wrongfully wrongfully convicted person is going to get. They, you know, they were nice enough to take life expectancy into consideration yeah. and said, "Well, Archie, you're you know sixty years old when you're getting out, so right. you're probably only going to live about another twelve to fifteen years. So we're going to give you twenty five thousand a year right. until the cap is met." Uh, so, or you, or you die. Or you die. Right. So, currently, there are many lawsuits pending of individuals who contributed to Archie Williams' wrongful incarceration. And although he has seen some fame since, he is in a constant financial struggle. He's, uh, you know, last accounts of of uh, the things that I researched online, he was living with friends. Right. Wow, man. Yeah. Uh, Yes, he saw some stardom and some fame from the uh, America's Got Talent stuff. And look, if, if I would have been producing him, we'd have turned that into some pretty good videos yeah, and made some right, money yes, off yeah. of <laughs> But But uh, obviously, you know, spending 36 years in prison, he, he doesn't know how that side of media works and it probably got screwed somewhere along the line. But, he, you know, it's financial struggle for him now. Um it's crazy. And it's sad. It is sad. That's what I mean. It's he should never he's, have to worry about money for the rest of his living, life. He's like a, a veteran. There should be no homeless veterans. That's right. They should all be living in mansions, in my concern. You, 36 years of your life, dude? Come on, man. That's a, it, now he's sleeping on somebody's couch. If you're interested in supporting or getting involved with the Innocence Project, they do have a New Orleans chapter, as I mentioned. And you can reach out to them if you're located in Louisiana at 504-943-1902. They didn't pay us anything to do nope. that, y'all. Nope. We just... Uh, in the United States, if you're interested in reaching out, seeing if there's a chapter in your area, you can go to the innocenceproject.org and they have a tab there where you can look at the different states and it'll give you all the con- contact information you it's need. It's actually a huge organization now and, and, and they're doing good work as we gave you the numbers earlier. 100%. So we hope you enjoyed, uh, uh, the story of Archie Williams in the two part series that uh, me and Woody uh, really, really loved bringing you. Right. And so, y'all, we told you, you know, you're going to get all different kinds of stories on Bloody Angola from the, the bloodiest to the, you know, the history to even stories like this. Uh, Billy Cannon was very uplifting. To me, this story, Archie Williams' story, is still tragic. Yeah. Uh, but, but thank you for listening to Bloody Angola. I really, really do appreciate you. We want to thank everybody out there that we're going to see on the 14th of January, 2023, for the first ever Woody Overton. The inaugural. The inaugural Bloody Angola live. Live. In your face. In your face. And look, it's a sellout. Yes. Hey, thank you, everybody. Bought the tickets. We're already sold out. We are going to turn around and do... Friday night also, January the 13th, 2023, right? Same place, same two studs on the microphone. (laughs) At least one stud. Same intimate setting, y'all. And I've done three live shows there uh, before. I'm telling you, this is not like crew bashes or whatever. It's up close. I can't explain it. It's it's a stadium hall, all comfortable seating. It is absolutely this room is made for sound and acoustics. Uh, and the story we have for y'all, it, I, if you don't leave there crying or scarred, then you might be a psychopath. But, hey, let's do it again. Let's sell it out another night. Friday morning, go to the Bloody Angola Facebook page right. or either one of our pages, and you can, I'm sure it'll be on Real Life Real Crime well, as well. We'll share it everywhere. Uh, click the link and the tickets will be for the Friday showing of bloody Angola live. So this will be our second night. We've already sold out Saturday and what kind of spurred this is we don't want anyone to feel like they missed out on something. Right. So when we sold out immediately, we posted that immediately that everyone, I can't say everybody, tons of more people are saying, Oh man, we we can get to get our tickets. We can get our tickets. Well, here's your chance. Here's your chance. And what he said it, I'm going to reiterate it. This story we are going to tell you is mind blowing. It's disturbing. It is the ultimate bloody and Goa. And you're going to get it live. You have to be 18 to get in. That is because this story is definitely 18 
and over. Yeah, this is not for kids. It's a story that you will never hear from anybody else. We have unique access right. to some things nobody else do we, has. Do we? Yeah. And uh, so get ready. We're going to have some things on top of that. We're going to have food trucks right. there. We're yeah. going to have beer uh, trucks there. We're going to have mimosa uh, trucks. Uh, uh, y'all. You, Wine you know, trucks. With the doors open, at, I think, at like 6. 6 o'clock, and, they and open. And show starts in, at 7. And we'll have some merch and things like that. Merch? But so um, come in and have a drink. Or two or three, and come and watch the show. <laughs> it's going to. I, I don't want to scare you away, but uh, and say scar you, but it's going to be. You'll, you'll never forget it. Yeah, it'll be definitely be graphic. And once the show is over, guess what? We're going to stand. We're, we're going to have a in a separate room. We'll have a photo uh, backdrop, Bloody Angola, and also one of our sponsors, Sporting Center, located in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Yeah. We love supporting local business when That's we right. can. Uh, Sporting Center is is sponsoring, is the proud sponsor of Bloody and Goal Alive. Really good show, and they're making it even better by uh, providing some of the backdrops right. that you'll be seeing. So even for the live show backdrop and the, the our photo backdrops. Yes. So love y'all. Sporting Center, we've been... I've been using them for years, and, and, and James and them are just excellent people. They really are. They can do anything. It's not just sports stuff. They can do anything from koozies to hats to shirts, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Pins, the little, the little spinner things people used any, to have. Anything, any, any, I'm yeah. probably dating myself right yeah, now. but right. Uh, They have those. People. And, uh, so don't miss it. We'll, we're going to stay there and, and autograph and take pictures with everybody that's here. We wanna, yeah, you're taking the time to come see us. We will spend time with you until everybody gets done. Yes, and we also want to shout out uh, some other sponsors that we have that are local sponsors of ours. Starting off with uh, Performance Tire and Automotive, located in Denham Springs, Ben Morse. Great people. Ben, uh, this year, on two of my trucks, he's replaced all the tires and and done some services. Good, honest, reliable people, y'all. Go tell them Bloody Angola sent you, because I'm telling you, it. and this day, when everybody seems to want to screw everybody over, performance tire and automotive doesn't do it. Ben's a great guy. That's right. And, of course, Sandra Richard has her own podcast, and they sponsor our show, Dirt Grit and, and Stupid, Stupid Shit. shit. Go Adventures in Real Estate. Go check it out. Sandra's, uh, <laughs> you know, excellent. Uh, the the podcast is, is <laughs> it's cool. Go check it out. And then, lastly, Flourish Hormone Replacement. Yep. The, the, I use them. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not going to tell you what I use them for, <laughs> <laughs> but I use them. My wife uses them. My, my brother's wife uses them. And, you know, the, uh, Miranda is the doctor and, and the owner. She is a, a dear friend of ours. And look, y'all, they truly do care. Uh, I know Jim's going to tell you all the other stuff they do, but I'm talking about they got my health straight. And, uh, I keep losing weight, not because I'm taking the shots, whatever, because they got my thyroid and everything else, uh, straight. And Miranda did it at like nine o'clock at night she called me and discussed my case so thank you to all our patrons. oh absolutely chase team couldn't members. do it without them oh my goodness chase team members we love you we appreciate you if you want to become a chase team member and you like bloody angola you get benefits you get locked up episodes that nobody else has ever heard that's I think right some of them are some of the best we've ever done i, I agree 100 percent. and you know commercial free episodes right. released early right. so that's a big deal too and that uh, if you don't like the commercials you don't have to listen to them to be, become a chase team or y'all the chasing the that subscription really helps us out it really helps us to grow thank you so much unfortunately we can't tell you what, what it's all about but i can tell you one thing if you like jim chapman and i together we got something coming up Boy, do we have something coming up. What are you ever doing? And you are going to get so much of us, you won't be able to stand. So we've got a show that we're going to go ahead and announce right here today. Right. It's a day of announcements, there Woody. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and announce this. Real Life Real Crime Daily, Daily will be coming at you three days a week starting soon. We don't have an exact drop date yet. This is in conjunction with our uh, our new guru of all gurus, Mike oh, Agavino Mike. of Workhouse Connect. And it's going to be a format very similar to a radio show. As a matter of fact, I would say identical Pretty to a much. radio show. We're going to have segments. Right. And it's going to be all things 
current crime related. Right. And and we're going to have a researcher that, that covers, you know, gives us stuff, everything from the national crime to, uh, like, you know, the stuff that's just happening, like the Idaho students getting murdered uh, yeah. and, and whatever. So we, But the one thing you're going to get on that, and, it, and also local news, but the one thing you're going to get is we will be uncensored. And totally. Unfiltered. And we'll tell you how we think that Cali to cabbage. But it's going to be fire. Uh, let me tell you something. Mike Agravino is a genius. Uh, uh, he's the one that came up with the idea for the show. And, and I can't wait to get started on it. So, y'all, if you're interested in having us for speaking engagements or special appearances or for sponsorship information, contact Mike Agavino of Workhouse Connect by email at Mike. Agovino, that's spelled A-G-O-V-I-N-O, 17 at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. He, he can give you all the information you need, and and uh, we're going to let him handle all that's that. Right. Yeah, that's That's what Mike does. That's what Mike does. We do these mics. That's right. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. Your host of Bloody. And Gola. A podcast, 142 years in the making. The complete story of America's bloodiest prison. Peace. Monday, Monday. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.